0: We've got Thoughts and Truth podcast followed by Dennis.
1: Yep, can you hear me? Hello? Yep, we Look can hear you. you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Um, I have two questions just for you there, really fast. Um, A lot of people are saying I'm on these Telegram groups because I know they're supposed to be a bit more encrypted from the WhatsApp groups so or the usual communications. And there's a lot of talk of two things. I hear but people worrying that we might be let go of our jobs and eventually ran out of the cities to live off grid, being unvaccinated. And that's one question. And the other thing I'm hearing also is that, I think I, I also heard you saying that you uh, study theology and I'm wondering, is there, personally, do you think there's a biblical aspect of this? Because um, the chip sounds very like the mark and um, it seems like there's a bit of a spiritual battle going on at the moment. Can you speak to them two questions?
0: Um, with the spiritual battle, yes, it's absolutely a spiritual battle right now. Um a lot of people are just we're in revelations, we're in the rapture. For me, I would take revelations as a warning, not an inevitability. Um I was thinking um you heard bars come out and say, you know, it's there, and all these re- politicians and religious leaders, like religious leaders really let people down, saying that, um, you know, what would Jesus do, what would God do, they'd tell you to get your booster. That infuriates me. Um, I studied historical Jesus, and if you go and look at um, the first century. We're just replicating that two thousand odd years later and um, you had the fall of the temple in 66 AD. the temple was the treasury that's where jesus went in and turned over the money table, uh, money changers tables my jesus is um a homeless leader who was executed as a rebel he was the resistance if you look at sermon on the mount there is three things so say turn the other cheek people interpret turn the other cheek and the church has taken this as you know if somebody wrongs you just let it go jesus was not barney what jesus was actually doing is if somebody so you couldn't use your left hand it was dirty to use your left hand so everything was done with your right hand so if you turn the other cheek what it actually means is if somebody goes to hit you it's a Backhand, dismissive. You know, if somebody was lower than you, it was backhand, smack. But if you turn the cheek, that's going to put your nose in the direction of their hand, so they can't hit your nose without hurting you. So the only option that they have is to move to balance and punch you. Now, if they they would not punch you because you would only punch your equal. So this was him kind of manipulating what was going on at the time. If you take um the um if Soja asked you to carry his bag. For one mile, carry it for two. Again, it's the interpretation is that is just do more than was asked for you. No. If a Romans are uh, they could commission you at any time to carry their bags for one mile and it was degrading, it was heavy, and they would just go next, next, next. And there's villages that would just disappear rather than, because the, the soldiers would move into that area. But if he um, carried it for anything over one mile, he got sanctioned so again it was taking their rules and turning it against them and the last one is if if you're asked for uh, um you know your robe, given your, your undergarments because you could if you owed money they could take you to court and they could um take your cloak and they could in court you had to give over your cloak for the for the night, he had a. They had a. Sorry, return it to you that night. But nakedness was a taboo. But not you being naked, more you viewing nakedness. So this was against the debt-based system. Exactly the same. They were doing the exact. And this isn't coming from the Bible. This is coming from anthropology from the history of Jesus. So he was saying, just give them everything. So what you're gonna take my coat? Okay. Well. Take me undergarments too. That put it back on them with the Roman soldiers. Can you imagine a soldier begging for his bag back? It was empowering the people. It was that small act of resistance to give the people back power and back equality. And that's what we're kind of doing here 2000 odd years later with don't wear your masks, don't use the passports. It's the same act of resistance that ultimately led to the temple being taken to the ground. So that would be. And um, that would be in the context of Jesus spiritually. Yes, I would say that bad people are actively bad. And um, good people are passively good. So, good people right now need to be actively good because there's way more good people than there is bad people. And if we are actively good, we do change that energy balance. And that's why they're moving towards fear because anybody who knows anybody with frequency and vibration, fear is the lowest, love is the highest. So they're kind of trying to keep us down here so that we can't thrive. So for me, very much a spiritual battle. And what was the first question? I can't remember what the first question was.
1: Yeah, sorry. The first question was that the people were also predicting that that our jobs may soon be lost if we don't take a vaccine. And we pushed up the mountains, out of the cities, um, kind of off the grid. Um, and right. my, my worry there is that there's a lot of, when I speak to my friends, there's a lot of households torn between their partners of some people are getting vaccinated, they have kids, and they can't talk about the vaccine or not. And I know in Ireland here, from five years old up, it's approved for them. So there's a big war going on in a lot of households. Do you get your kids vaccinated? No way one side, yes way is the other way. And you know, if there are people are ran up off the grid, you know families are split up, and I don't know. I
0: was down, yeah, I was down in Cork, mm. um, like in the middle of the middle of the middle of nowhere, and the guards still find an event <laughs> that was going on. This was, oh my God, way back in um, March April. Um, why would you vaccinate a five year old? Why? They're, they're not at any risk because it, it is experimental. There is no long term um studies done on it what i tend to do when you ram information down people's throats they kind of shut off i ask the questions well why would you do you feel that they're be honest about yourself why are you getting your child vaccinated it's because you want to go back to normal there is no going back to normal as for will we all be eradicated up to the hills no because everything is completely unlawful what they're doing this is a method everything so far has been done on consent it's coerced consent, but it is consent. They're trying to get up the numbers. The longer we resist, the more difficult it is for them to bring in the new system because now they have to extend it because people are genuinely getting sick. So many people got sick over this past four months because the way the immune system works, it has to be, um, in order for it to be strengthened, it has to be challenged. And you're constantly challenging, when you're interacting with people and out in the world, you're constantly challenging it to strengthen it and it's doing a constant rate. So because nobody had that, because of all the social distancing, the masks, everybody in their house, everybody's immune system is weakened. So they, and because the PCR tests are, let's call them for what they are, fraudulent, these people are testing positive. So uh, you can never cover all the variables. So these people who have had two vaccines and a booster and are now sick, where are you going to go next with them? Another booster? so this is why it's very important for us i don't i think that's fear based to try and get us to comply i would say don't fall out with any family over it i have um family that are vaccinated we don't um talk about it it's not my business whether they're vaccinated or not i just don't get into it what i do tell people to do is um in the north we have advocacy rights network who um the barrister has taken a look at the legislation for let's say with these passports there is a gap in the legislation he's having a look at everything record everything if your employer is saying to you um, that you're going to lose your job if you don't get vaccinated um, here we have the 1995 disability act that you can ask for a reasonable adjustment saying that you suffer from anxiety and when you're asked to put in the spot questions that your cognitive ability is reduced. So you're gonna need that in writing, or you're gonna to need to record this conversation. Because when you have that accountability and never refuse, never say, no, I'm not taking it. You say, oh, okay, can I see your risk assessment of the vaccine or of the mask? And then you follow up, well, can I have a personal risk assessment for that? And then your final hurdle is, um, okay, um, I see that you're mandating it for me for work, Um, Can you confirm that you're mandating it for me for work and that you have, can I see a copy of your insurance to make sure that you're adequately secured because this is still in clinical trials? A lot of these businesses just don't want the hassle and are just firing people. They don't realize that they're being hung out to dry. Now, my first protocol is to make them think, you know, have you thought about all this? If you don't think you're going to pay and these court cases, well, I don't want to tear down the businesses because they're the ones that are under attack. But these court cases will tear down these businesses. With the way it works in the north, with the passports, if you imagine, um, it's circles three hundred sixty degrees. The legislation is three hundred fifty degrees. There's a gap in it. It tells you that you have to have um, a COVID status. So you know either the passport you, that you've tested positive, so you have a um, you clear for so many months, or you've um, taken the test um, to show that you're not positive, or you've had the vaccine. That's section 16 C. So in order to get into business, you have to be a qualifying person. And it tells the business that they have to have a safe and effective system, but it doesn't tell you how you show your status and it doesn't tell you what that safe and effective system is. They've bridged that gap with um, the COVID pass but nowhere does it say that you have to discriminate with the COVID pass. It just says that you have to be a qualified person, you have to have a safe and effective system. So there's a plausible deniability when these cases go to court, when you have been discriminated against, the government can say, we didn't, we didn't say that you had to do that. We just said that you have to have a safe and effective system. That's, my guess is that's everywhere because they have to have plausible deniability or it will fall back on them. So I don't, um, no matter what, I'm not taking it. If I have to go out and mind, but I just I don't see it happening because everybody is going to suffer. This society is collapsing because this debt-based system has collapsed under the weight of its own greed. So everybody is going to be living in so-called hard times. I don't. I think um, we don't have time anymore. We're so busy working and uh, gathering, and I don't feel that you're putting this earth to um, work five days on, two days off, five days on, two days off, pay a mortgage until you die. There has to be more to it. Whereas years ago, um, you would like um, similar age to me. People used to call each other's house a lot in, you know, in Ireland and you'd always had aunties on, but that doesn't really happen anymore. So I don't think there's no negative of going back to that of, of less stuff, more time. For
1: Me, that's that's a progression in society. I think we have
0: digressed. Cheers, I think actually playing in with that, we've got a chap called Imran in tonight from uh, Nairobi in Ke- uh, Kenya, and overnight he's actually accepted the vaccine um, certificate because they won't let you into the restaurants or supermarkets. So he says he doesn't know whether to feel good or bad about the freedom that he's got overnight, but I think. Um, really that's compliant isn't it it's uh gotta say no yeah i think that um for me if they i'd i'd imagine that you would go on hunger strike you'd have to do something dramatic personally i'm willing to do what it takes i'd go um, eating dandelion leaves i think yeah <laughs> in fact we've got an expert forager on here as well i'm going to get him up because as as well, my chickens would be in danger um <laughs> Um I think that you just it's difficult um to say it it's not always easy to not comply because I know people that are completely against all this, but their job made them take, you know, a lateral flow test. And at some stage they're trying to break everybody. So I, I know that I I am in a position where I can refuse to comply. And it's just a personality trait yeah. as well. But when it comes to supermarkets. Um, I still, and it's coming here because we know that Tesco's have, they're predominantly owned by BlackRock, they are looking at the turnstiles to bring in. So they are planning to bring it in here, yeah. but the longer that we, again, the longer that a portion doesn't comply, the more uncomfortable it is because you're saying to a portion of society, you can't purchase food in a supermarket. And the question is why? because everybody else in there that has been vaccinated can be going about spreading it everywhere. But I can't go in because I refuse to take a test to go in. So, yeah. and it is, they're trying different things all over the globe with Ireland, um, last Ireland's like, it's like North Korea. It's frightening the level of compliance for me in the South, the level of compliance they had. But I think a lot of them are coming up to the North because um, i've been in belfast quite a few times in eyesight and there's as many ones from the south as there is down, now that option is gone for them but at some stage people fight back i know in the south it was when they tried to mandate the vaccines for kids sports the mothers got up and roared about that so i had hoped by the time it got to the kids that people would stop but no people just can't get the idea of going back to normal out of their heads they're not listening they're they're listening to so much of the narrative but they're not listening to the new normal part Mm. and what is the new normal the new normal is the goalposts constantly change and you have to comply that's what the new normal is i.e a social credit system that's what the new normal is and we're walking ourselves into this prison